Welcome to Lift City Church Podcast, where we lift people into their next level relationship with Christ. We're so glad you're here, and wherever you're listening from, we're believing God that this message lifts you to another level. What's up, Lift City Church? I don't know why, y'all, but this morning I'm just so excited to be here, you know? And I don't know if it's just the energy in the room, because it just seemed like, who's excited in here? It's just an, an, an exciting energy, and I just, I'm so ready, I'm so prepared. I don't have a nervous bone in my body today, y'all. Can we give, can we give the Lord a shout of praise for that? Because usually, I'm usually nervous, I'm usually terrified. This is my, uh, what, third, fourth time, which is a good thing that I'm losing count, because that means I've done this a while, huh, praise God. But um, I'm just excited today, y'all, and all glory be to God. Y'all not going to give me this time. I'm not about to cry like last time. Y'all not going to give me this time. But let me introduce myself. My name is Jack Green. I am an emerging leader at Lift City Church, a graduate of the great LLI program. Shout out to LLI. And I'm here to give y'all a word today. But first, I want to, oh, y'all may be seated. I got a bad habit of making y'all stand longer than y'all should. So first, I want to acknowledge our awesome pastors, Pastor Tracy and Pastor Derek. Thank y'all for giving me the opportunity to be up here. Like I said, it's my third or fourth time, and every time I never take it for granted. It's such an honor for you to trust me to get up here and lead God's people. I want to thank my mentor, Pastor Terry, wherever he at. Shout out to him. If you could hear me, Pastor Terry, thank you for pouring so much into me, being a mentor to me giving me this opportunity to be up here. And it's funny because both of them, Pastor Tracy and Pastor Terry, they came up to me at some points this morning and said, hey, man, you got it, man. Don't be nervous. You got it. And I'm looking at them like, hey, y'all, I got this. Don't worry about me because the God I serve is such a good God. And I've matured so much over the years that I understand that I don't have to do this. I get to do this. Right, y'all? I get to do this, so don't worry about me, y'all. I got this. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. Shout out to my wife, Ashley Green. Shout out to my daughters, Kelsey and Abigail, who's in Children's Church giving them heck right now. I want to thank y'all for making it as hard as humanly possible to prepare to prepare this message today. I'm just joking, babe. I love y'all. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um. So at this time, I need everybody to stand up with me. I need everybody. We're going to do one thing before I get started. Everybody raise a hand. I don't care which hand it is. Now repeat after me. I, I will, will not, not treat Jared like a substitute teacher today. <laughs> right? All right, sit down, y'all. Sit down. I know y'all love Pastor Tracy, but like I said, we got to give our pastors a rest, y'all. She's tired. But y'all ain't about to treat me just any kind of way now. Give me my respect, because guess what? I work for this to be here. I put in my work in the kingdom of God. And that's why I'm so excited, because I'm ready to share with y'all what God has given to me and instilled in me. So at this time, let's pray. Everybody bow their heads. Father, thank you for bringing us all here today. Thank you for each soul that's in this house today. And I pray that I may decrease so that you may increase, Father, and, and download a message right now into my spirit so that I can get your message to your people. 
And Father, open every willing heart and every willing mind to receive the word that I have for, for, for them today. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let's get started, y'all. So Pastor Tracy, over the last couple of weeks, has been having a Better Me series. It's basically just being a better person for the kingdom, in your household, getting control of your emotions, doing everything necessary to become a better person, right? So today the title of my lesson is Play Your Position. Let me take my little drink of water before I get started. <clears throat> Play your position. And a couple things happened this morning that really helped me, and I caught it, thank you, God, helped me that's going to help me teach this lesson. So, for example, first thing that happened, and this is really important, y'all, when you're playing your position. Pastor Tracy just now up here, she was queuing the announcements, she was getting ready, but she said, can I cue the announcements video now? And the media team said, we got it, PT. So what's important about that is, is that at a moment's notice, the media team was ready to put that video. There was no hesitation. There was no, she didn't have to think about it. We got it, PT. And how many of us know that sometimes that's how it works in the kingdom of God, that we got to always be ready. We got to always be in position to play our position because you never know when God's going to need us, right? But I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, so let's, let's um, get on with it. So playing your role playing your position, playing your role. Roles are assignments, per se. And each one of us has various assignments that we play in life, various positions that we play in life, whether it be, like you say, a husband, father, servant of God. But first, in order to understand this better, let's define role. What is the definition of a role in today's world? The definition of a role is, listen, listen clearly, yo, the function are part played by a person. The function are part played by a person or a thing in a particular situation. It also serves as a strategy for coping with recurrent situations and dealing with the roles of others. That last part, dealing with the roles of others. I need y'all to understand that, that if I play my role perf um, perfectly or effectively, that others attached to me who are on the opposite side playing their roles, it makes it easier for them. So let me paint a picture to y'all. Right now, I'm on stage. My role at this time is to get y'all a word from God, right? What is your role? To receive the word. So if you came in here this morning with open hearts, open ears, ready to receive the God's word, shouldn't it be easier for me? to effectively minister to y'all? Yeah, and I really need y'all to get this right now, so, man, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But you know what? I really need y'all to get this. So, by that principle, as a husband, if I lead the household effectively, shouldn't it be easier for my wife to submit under me? As a father... If I train my child effectively like she's supposed to and all things good, wouldn't it be easier for her to go out into the world and be able to navigate life for God? Yeah. On my job, if I show up to work on time, get there, do all my work, go to extra mile, give 110% every day, 
Wouldn't it be easier for my employer to then promote me? In the kingdom of God, in everyday life, if I live a Christ-like life, if I pay my tithes, do what I'm supposed to, live for him, wouldn't it be easier for God to bless me, give me everything, give me eternal, abundant life? Give me all the blessings, everything he promised to me? Y'all get where I'm going with this? Okay, so let's slow it down. Let's break it down real quick. Let's break it down real quick. So everybody has a role. Everybody has an assignment given to you by God, right? So I bet y'all wondering, well, Jared, how do I know my role? Where do I get my role from? Well, that's an easy answer. God gives us our role, right? God gives us our role. And where do we know that from? The Bible. So right now on the screen, pull up Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 at this time. Put it on the screen. There we go. There we go. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. How much of our heart? All All of it. Not half of it. All of it. Because if we give, if we do things half-heartedly, we get half-hearted results, right? That's free game to you youngins. Anything else I'm charging. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways and submit to him and he will make your path straight. So basically you're telling me all I have to do is trust in God and abide to him, submit to him, submit unto his word, and he's going to guide the way? So now you might be asking, Jared, okay, I know that I got to get my assignment from God. I got to know what role I need to play at whatever time from God. But how God go get that, that, that assignment to me? He just go drop it out the sky, it's going to pop up, boom, this is your assignment? No. First thing we got to learn is we got to be able to hear from God. All right? So how do we hear from God? To discover your role or purpose, you first need to be able to hear from God, which will require a relationship with God. Now you might be asking, Jared, How do I build a relationship with God? Where do I start? Well, that's funny. Because in order to build a relationship with God, God has assigned a certain set of people on earth to help guide us on how to build a relationship with God. Anybody know who those people are? Pastors. Jeremiah 3 and 15. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So God has put pastors on earth for us to submit under that they can help guide and establish this relationship so that we may discover purpose. Does that sound familiar? Pastor Tracy just said something on stage. What's our mission, y'all? To lift people into their next level relationship with Christ. Y'all starting to get it now? Y'all starting to get it now? So I want to congratulate everybody in this building for completing the first step of figuring out their role. Y'all showed up here today. Give yourself a round of applause because you you showed up here today. Now the next part is to get engaged. Get engaged. So that we can what? Lead change, right? Right, right. That's That's just a little tidbit. Okay. So now that we know our role, right? 
What's the next step? We have to play our roles. So you might be asking, Jared, okay, I know my role now, but how do I play my role? Where do I go? What, what, what do I do to play my role? Once again, Bible. Because God's word is what? The ultimate truth. If this ever ceases to not be true, all of heaven and all of earth will fail, right? Will crumble. So you go to this Bible to instruct you in everyday life, whatever position you are, whatever God speaks to you, whatever assignment you gain from God, from listening to God after you build a relationship with him. This is our instruction manual right here, y'all. So here are some roles, some common roles that we may play in our everyday life. I'm going to just go through a few of them. And I'm going to teach you a little bit about how we should handle it according to the word. Marriage, husband and wife. What does the Bible say about marriage? The Bible says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Mm. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as, radiant, as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy blamelessness. I could, go on for, I could go on this for about an hour, y'all. But I'm going to sum it up real quick for y'all. I want to preface what I'm about to say with that I have an amazing wife. <laughs> and I love my wife ever so dearly. But my wife ain't perfect, y'all. She's perfect for me. But she's far from perfect. So... I'm in the mindset, in our marriage, I'm in the mindset of, I like to, I don't like owing people, y'all. I don't like having debt. I don't like owing anybody. So my main goal in life, my mindset is, let's pay everything off as quickly as possible, right? Well, you see, my wife... Bingo, my wife enjoys life. She lives for today and thinks about tomorrow, tomorrow. And that's a struggle. My wife be at dirt cheap, Alice. Just two days ago, she had Danielle all over Lafayette at dirt cheap thrift shopping. She been redoing the house, getting everything ready for my daughter's dorm apartment. She just be going crazy. We got the money, baby. Let's spend it today because we ain't promised tomorrow. So now I got two choices, y'all. I got two choices. I could go to my wife and fuss at her, right? You're not submitting under my vision. I want to pay off all my debt. You are there spending all my money, blah, 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 blah. Where's that go get me, y'all? Do y'all think... Do y'all think at that moment that I'm loving my wife as Christ loved the church? Because I got some news for y'all. The church don't always do right by Christ, y'all. 
Don't always do right by Christ, but guess what? Christ still loves us for who we are. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play my role that God has given me. Go according to his word, and I'm going to love my Christ. I mean, I'm going to love my wife like Christ loved the church. I'm not going to heckle her. I'm going to give her all my money. There you go, babe. Have a ball. Enjoy your life. And hope that as I play my role, that God will pour something into her spirit and say, you know what, babe? It's your turn. It's your turn, babe. You've been so faithful to me. You've been letting me buy all I want. You've been letting me do everything I want to do. Let's pay off these credit cards, babe. Let's pay off this Klarna that's on my phone. Y'all don't think I knew about Klarna, huh? Hey, free game, fellas. Check her phone, Klarna. But only if you can love her after as Christ loved the church. So I want you to think about that because that's a key point, y'all. You need to play your position and not worry about how others play theirs. And hope that, like I said, if I can effectively play my position, my role, that it will be easier for those in relation to me to play their roles. Right? Next role, being a parent. What does the Bible say about being a parent? Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I have a daughter who next month is going to LSU. Go, Kelsey. Go, Kelsey. She's going to LSU, yo. I have poured everything into my daughter. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Because the Bible says... The Bible don't say, let the world train up your child. The Bible don't say, let your mama train up your child while you out. Yo, the Bible says, train up your child. My daughter's leaving next month. She's going to be on her own. I don't have a worry in my mind because I put in time. I put in effort into her. I trained her up. I raised her up in the church. She's on the front row right now. I trained her up so I don't have a worry that God got her because she knows her source. She knows where her strength comes from. She knows who to depend on. And she knows that no weapon formed against her shall prosper. So with that being said, y'all like that? <laughs> so with that being said, I'm not worried about Kelsey because I did my job. And that is a vital role to play because in order for her to effectively receive from me, I had to be present. You can't be out five or six nights going to the club and then expect to come home and parent your child and expect them to receive from you. You're never there. They don't want to hear from you. You're letting the world raise your child. So make sure that you're present in your child's life and understand that it takes time and sacrifice. And that is an effective role because they are the next generation, y'all. They are the next generation of the church. So we have to invest that time, that effort, that sacrifice into them so that they can grow up and go into the world and teach others what it is to be Christ-like. And it all starts with us. 
So these principles that I've been telling y'all about, it also applies to the kingdom, right? We all have roles. We all play a part in the kingdom. We all have an assignment given to us by God. Everybody has been given a gift for the kingdom. We all in agreement on that? So it is vital that you play your part in the kingdom because no role is more important to the other. You might think, oh, well, I'm not called to be a pastor. I'm not called to be one of the fivefold ministry. That's okay because everything matters. Everybody's assignments matter because it comes from God. So what we need to do is we need to be in alignment with God's word and obey him. So not just for the world's sake, but for our own, because every life is valuable. Your gift has the potential to save a life, and that life is just as important as anybody else's life. So we need to be able to hear from God, receive our assignment, and make sure that we fulfill that assignment. Because there are benefits to that, right? If we obey God, what happens? He can effectively play his role in our lives. If we use our gifts for the kingdom, he will bless us with abundant life. He will bless us beyond our wildest dreams. We can have whatever we want. So imagine, so I just said that we have to play our role, right? No role is more important than the other. So there was a lot of people who had roles in the kingdom, getting where we are today, right? And I want you all to take this second and imagine if Jesus didn't play his role. The ultimate sacrifice. What if it came time for the crucifixion and Jesus said, God, you want me to die? For them people? Them people that's cursing me, throwing rocks at me, throwing dirt on my name, you want me to die for them? Oh no, God, I'm out of here. Beep. Gone. Imagine if Moses didn't play his role. Imagine if Moses would have left all them people in Egypt. You want me to risk my life going there, take all those people who don't know what they're doing, who just living life to life as slaves, you want me to go get them and bring them into the wilderness and guide them to some place I don't even know where I'm going? I got to cross rivers and do it? No, God. But let's go back even further. Imagine if Abraham didn't play his role. God, you know how long I waited for this child? And, and you want me to go up on that mountain and sacrifice him? Let's go back even further, y'all. Imagine if Satan would have played his role and then get so full of himself. Because I don't know, but I imagine sometimes Satan miss heaven. That's just me. Sometimes, man, I'm down here in eternal damnation all the time. Everybody's sad. They hot. They look like they're having a good old time up there. I got to imagine he miss heaven sometimes. So imagine if all these people, vital people, didn't play their roles where they would be. And did they know at the time how impactful their role would be on the world, on the kingdom of God? So make sure you play your position because you never know. You never know what impact you're having on the kingdom of God. You never know how many lives you're changing, how many people's watching you. You may be the only representation of God in this world. Play your role. So next thing. All right, we know our roles. 
We know how to play our roles. All, that left to, all that's left to do is to perfect it. That's the last thing I got for y'all, perfecting your role. Matthew 5 and 48. It says, be perfect. Therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And it's important to understand what perfect means. Perfect means mature. We have to mature in our roles. How do we mature in our roles? It's funny you say that. If I am an immature person, children are immature. It's better. Children are immature, right? How do children learn how to become mature people? Practice, that's one thing. Practicing what they see. Good job. Find somebody who's mature. Learn from them. If I'm an immature Christian, I'm going to attach myself to a mature Christian and follow them if they follow Christ. If I'm an immature, if I'm a newlywed husband, I'm going to find somebody who's been married for 30 years and figure out what they do. Learn from them. Get some advice from them. Learn from those before you who do it better than you. Right? That's simple. As simple as it sounds, some people just don't understand that. Everybody want to do things their way. And let me tell y'all, there's so many great examples in this house of mature Christians, mature fathers, mothers, mature husbands, mature wives. Just look around. Find somebody and attach yourself to them. Funny story. Back at the old location, formerly known as Spirit of Faith, when I first started attending this wonderful uh, ministry, like I said, there's so many great men in this church. I'm learning. I'm learning. They feed me. They feed me just by being examples, just by doing them. Once again, you never know who's watching you. So I'm watching them as they serve our pastor. And I mean, y'all, when I say it's like machines, like robots, that's how I felt. At the time, that was my perspective. I understand now because I'm a more mature Christian. But at the time, I'm like, man, they're like robots. She, guess what? Deacon Barry up there with a spoon. She wipes her nose, drops it. He catches it. Back off. I'm like, yo, what is that? That's so cool. Look how they, they just, it's almost like they're reading her mind. I didn't get it at the time. I get it now. It's important how you serve your pastor. But I was so mind-blown. I was like, whoa, that's so cool. Look how they, it's like in perfect tandem. It's like they all know what she's thinking. They move as she moves. She moves, they move. That's awesome. I wanted to be just like that. I was like, that is so cool. Like I said, I'm more mature now, so I get it. So I made it a habit to constantly look at my pastor, watch her, make sure she's good. Because I want to be just like Deacon Barry. I want to be just like Elder Clarence. I wanted to move as they move. I wanted to be in tandem with her. So I made a habit to always be checking on her if she's good, does she need something. And every time, I was very conscious about this, y'all. Let me start by saying that. I was very conscious about this. Because every time I looked at her, she always called me looking back at her. And I was very conscious because I'm like, man, this woman go think I'm so weird. Every time she, I look at her, she catches me looking. Man, she's going to think I'm so weird. But it's funny, y'all, because the reason she always caught me looking as I observed her, 
every time she called me looking because while I'm checking on her, she's checking, she's scanning the room, checking on everybody, looking for any, anything out of sorts, body language, waiting for a sign from God to figure out where she's needed. Figuring out, God, what you want me to do? Who you need me to save today? And I picked that up just by observing her. Watch, your, watch those before you. Watch those who's more mature than you because you can really learn something. And that changed my life. And I don't feel no type of way about it no more, PT. I promise you, I don't feel no type of way about it. So when you catch me looking, just know that's what it is, all right? So she's surveying the whole crowd, waiting for her sign from God. And see, that brings me to my next point on how to perfect your role. Because she's in position, y'all. She's ready. She's sitting there, God, who's next? Who you need me to go save next? And she doesn't hesitate. The minute she's gone. She's going to that person. There's not a time where me or my wife wasn't okay in church, and I didn't get a phone call. My wife didn't get a phone call asking if we was okay. But that comes with maturity. That comes with perfecting your role. That comes with being able to hear from God, being able to play your position. But you have to be ready because you never know when it's going to be your time. You never know when God's going to need you to step in somewhere to save a life. So you have to be ready. I need everybody. When y'all ain't y'all, you just need to be in position. That goes back to the media team. Amber was in position. Y'all got the video ready? She didn't hesitate. The video was up. That's so good. To be, you need to be in position because you never know when it's your turn. You never know when it's your time, when God's going to need you to save a life. And if you don't move, if you hesitate even a second, you're giving the enemy a chance to get into your mind, to get into your soul, to create doubt in your head. If you hesitate, if you're not ready in your position, ready to play your role, you can miss something, miss a blessing from God. And you can miss something that God has for your life just by hesitating for a split second. Pastor Terry texted me Wednesday. Wednesday, three days ago. Jared, be ready to teach the word Sunday. I didn't hesitate, y'all. I didn't hesitate. Two years ago? I would have been in shambles. As a matter of fact, two years ago, I stood up here in front of y'all in July. It's crazy. Crazy how it works. Looking in hindsight, I stood up here two years ago and cried and just bawled emotion from stress, from fear, from being overwhelmed, not knowing what I was going to do. Why? Because I wasn't ready. I wasn't in position. I wasn't ready to play my role at a moment's notice. I hesitated, and the enemy got within me. He caused all kinds of troubles on my job. He caused all kinds of troubles in my life. And it, I hesitated. So it was in here. I can't do this. I can't do this. What am I going to do? And guess what? I got up here that faithful Sunday to teach y'all the word. And I bawled and I cried from relief. And looking at it in hindsight. I'm sorry to tell y'all, but that was more for me than y'all. Because that day I had a revelation. As I cried those tears, that was the last time that I stressed. That was the last time 
that I worry because I made it through that attack from the enemy. And God spoke to me that day. God said, what are you stressing for, dude? I got you. I got your back. I got your front. I got your side. I'm all around you. I'm in you. What are you stressing for? Cast your worries on me, and I shall take you to the promised land. That day was the last day I ever stressed. That's the last day I ever cried tears of worry. Because I understand the God I serve now. I understand he got me. And I'm always in position. I'm always ready to go. I'm not hesitating because I don't want to miss what God has for me. I'm ready to go. I won't miss. And as long as you're ready, as long as you're in position to play your part, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No attack on the enemy shall prevail. So I bid you all play your position. Be ready. Learn your position. You're in the right place today. You're in the right place today. You showed up. That's the first step. Now it's time to get engaged. It's time to learn to hear from God. Build that relationship with God so that you can get your role and you can stand in your position. Now I'm going to leave you all with this. I have a quick analogy, and I'm going to need some participation from the crowd, right? The sport of football. What is generally considered the most important position on the field? Quarterback, right? But let me tell you all this. Can a quarterback effectively beat a quarterback without receivers? Can a quarterback effectively play quarterback without an offensive line protecting them? That's good. So okay. So what does the quarterback do? Generally. But before that. Call plays. Who does the quarterback get their play from? Y'all see where I'm going? So who would y'all say the quarterback of Lift City Church is? So who is Pastor Tracy getting the play from? All right, so we got that established. We got that established. PT is the QB. God is the coach. So her goal as the QB is to throw the ball, right? So let's say the ball is the word of God. She gets the play from God. She hyped the ball. She got the word. She's ready to go. She in position. Who she's getting that word to? The receivers, the receivers is the people ready to be saved. The hungry people ready to receive the word. Right? So the offensive line protects the quarterback, right? So who needs to protect PT? Who needs to protect PT long enough so she could get the word to the receivers? So that she can get the word to the people ready to, to receive the word. The offensive line. So leaders are going to be the offensive linemen. Because we got to protect our pastor, y'all. She got to be ready. We got to give her enough time. So she back, sitting comfy in that pocket, ready to get that ball to the receivers. Right? 
so once we score the touchdown, what are we going to equate the touchdown, y'all? What are we going to equate the touchdown to? That receiver getting into that end zone, saving the life. A life another life ready to receive Christ. Touchdown. So, obviously there's a defense too. So once we're mature Christians, we need to be on the defense, y'all. We need to play the defense because we can't let the enemy get their goal. We can't let the enemy score a touchdown. Because the opposite of us scoring a touchdown, the enemy scoring a touchdown, that means another life lost, y'all. So as mature Christians, we need to be ready on defense, ready to block, ready to tackle any attack from the enemy, any attack for the enemy. We got to be in position, but that requires being in position. So do you understand the importance of playing your position? Everybody has a position in Christ. We just got to play it effectively. We got to give our path. We got to protect our path to give a time to make the play, to hear from God, be able to make the play and get it to the receivers, the score touchdown, boom, another life saved, y'all. It's that simple, y'all. It is that simple. Be ready. Be in position. When Pastor Tracy Height, don't hesitate. Go. Because she receives a word from God. She knows the play. She knows she's responsible for our lives and our spiritual well-being. So don't hesitate. Be ready at a moment's notice. Y'all got it? It's that simple, y'all. So let's review, y'all. Pop quiz, pop quiz, pop quiz. What's the first thing we have to do? Know, know your role. How do we know our role? Hear from God. Build a relationship with God. Show up and get engaged. We got to play our role. Where do we get our assignment? God's Word. The Bible. And last but not least, What's the last thing we have to do, y'all? Perfect our role. Learn from those before you. And most importantly, be ready, y'all. Be in position. Be in position, y'all, to make the play. Because the enemy not playing around. He's waiting for us to hesitate. He's waiting for us to slip up so that he can sliver in and get in our minds and get that seed of doubt in our heads so that we can miss all that God has for us, y'all. Miss that all that God has for us. It's that simple. Be ready. Know your role. Play your role. Perfect your role. And be in position. Don't hesitate, y'all. It's life or death on the line. Did y'all get anything from the day, y'all? Can I get a hand clap? Hand clap for God. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to connect with you. To connect and find out more about Lift City Church, text connect me, all one word, to 337-227-9820 or visit us at liftcitychurch.org.